I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. How do you feel when no one else is around? Are you good? Are you good with who you are, what you're doing, and how you're showing up for yourself, much less how you're showing up to the world? If we just take a moment to be honest, I think we can all admit that there have been times where the image that we put out was not consistent with how we felt inside. And that's why I'm excited to have Maurice F. Martin with me today because he's been called to give voice to those seasons and to help those that are struggling navigate and figure out how to move forward with God's help. So I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to listen to this episode with an open mind and a open heart. I challenge you to ask God to reveal What is he saying to you? Because for some of you, there is a level of healing that needs to occur in order for you to step up and step out into what God is calling you to do. So let's have a keep it real moment, shall we? Enjoy. All right, Maurice, welcome to Publishing Secrets. We've been having a great conversation so far, and I'm excited to uh, to clue the audience in on your journey and how God has been working through you. Thank you so much for making time to be here with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show. I've got a chance to listen to some of your other episodes, and I'm just honored to be a part of things. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a different interview. And that's what I love about doing this is every person that I speak to has a unique story and a unique perspective that can really add value to the audience. So I know this is going to be a great show. Maurice, you and I connected um, because you were working on a a book project. And I I just uh, reflect on how amazing God is and how he makes connections uh, for us that we couldn't even imagine uh, would happen. But, you know, one of the things that really stood out to me as I um, had an opportunity to preview the book that would later come out that we'll talk about today is that it wasn't just, hey, I want to write a book because I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a very specific mission um, that you are on where you want to see transformation happen. Um, in everyone that reads your book. Mm -hmm. So I'd love for us to start there. Tell us about the mission that you are on and how you even came to realize that this was something that you needed to prioritize and focus on. Absolutely. So 
if, if I had to, to take it and put it in a word, I would say that my, my real purpose of my book is hope. That I feel that I have met so many people in my life. I've kind of had an, an interesting experience. I've been a professional musician, a counselor, a life coach, now an author. And I have met millionaires, Grammy winners, Emmy winners, everyday people. And one thing that, that I can say for sure I see is that people often need a catalyst of hope. That we all go through down times, we all struggle sometimes, and we feel hopeless, but don't know how to talk about it, don't know how to address it. And oftentimes, the strongest people in the world, the most talented people in the world, they fly into everyone else's life and save their lives. Mm -hmm. They are a hero. They're dependable and reliable for everyone else, but they don't exactly know how to do that same thing for their own life. And so I see my role, not only in this book, but, but how I interact with people in life as a role of someone helping, helping you to believe you can help yourself, that it's not just about you giving your gifts to the world and showing everybody else how great you are, but it's about you looking in the mirror and feeling confident and happy about yourself with no one else around, with, with you learning how to work through your problems and grow through your pain by yourself. That connection between you and God, the most intimate connection that you can actually make a day better and make a life better. And that life can be the person who's staring at you in the mirror. I think that's a lesson that we all need and need to be reminded of. Mm. Now, I know a little bit of your story, but our, our audience doesn't, of course. And as I hear you sharing that, uh, what comes up for me is you, you've been in that place mm -hmm. personally. Absolutely. Tell us about your personal journey and then how you realized, okay, you know, it wasn't just for me. I, I need to take the experiences <laughs> that I've gone through and help other people. Absolutely. So one of the things you need to know about me is I, as you can, if you can't tell, I have a way with words and I've used my words as a wordsmith in different areas of life. Mm -hmm. uh, I have been a musician uh, who has toured the country. I've played with um, some of the biggest names in music open for Earth, Wind and Fire and Lupe Fiasco and a, a bunch of other major artists. Um, I had licensing agreements with MTV and VH1. And, and then I've also had a period of my life where I was a TV show host in Cleveland and I was on people's TV every morning. And so I have literally been in front of hundreds of thousands of people. And yet, even though I was having public success, I was also at times having private agony. I was depressed. I was anxious. And a lot of those things started off as a kid to where I was a fun-loving kid, but I was also depressed because there was abuse happening in my house. Um, there was a lot of things that I was going through and growing through that I didn't know how to talk about and didn't know how to address. And so some of the most powerful, pivotal moments of my career where I was doing things and people were giving me pats on the back, I was going home and crying myself to sleep at night or I was going home and drinking myself to sleep at night, or smoking myself to sleep at night, or sexing myself to sleep at night, because I was not happy. And so my journey has been very interesting, because I've had success that was empty. And now the journey is to have success that means something that is more fulfilling. And not only do I want that for myself, but I'm helping other people obtain that as well. Wow. It, it's so interesting how, uh, as I heard you share that, one of the people that always comes to mind when I hear, when I think about um, a troubling 
childhood, especially abuse, is Joyce Meyer. Yes. And I'm amazed at how mm-hmm. God used those horrible, and I'm sure you would agree, horrible experiences. Mm-hmm. But yet, if you fast forward to where she is now, there it is. She's now able to speak to people in a way that is just so relatable and so down to earth because she's gone through Mm -hmm. all of those things. And, and, and it's, it's, it's hard to even think that, Hey, I I'm going through this stuff, but something good is going to come out of it. Um, but you're also, um, a witness that I can take those really painful experiences of our past and our childhood, and he can use them to, (laughs) to put us in a position to speak life into other people. So of course we, we are just getting started. We're going to see what God does. And I think we're going to look back on this day and this time in 2022, and we're going to look back and we're like, wow, Mm -hmm. God, God, God has done it. So yeah, he takes those experiences and uh, he somehow turns them around for our good. Now, what, what I want to talk about next is just the journey to becoming an author. You published your book, a few months ago, but you know, through our conversation, I uncovered that hey, it, this wasn't just a, a a thing that came up in your mind in 2021. This is something that that goes back. So, talk to us about the call to write and what that has looked like for you. Mm, I loved a couple of the things you just said when you were talking, because one thing that I've learned about life is that God has a way of putting you in front of you. And what I mean by that is that my, my life experiences, and then and, and this part of it really did start 10 plus years ago now, I started experiencing individuals coming up to me who seemed to be going through what I'd gone through 20 years before. Um, and there were things I was uniquely created to help with, that because I survived this thing, my words will hit your heart the way that you need in a way that nobody else's words would have hit. I was tailor-made to be in front of you. And I learned from a lot of those experiences. And then as I started to transform into becoming a coach and a counselor and a public speaker, I've learned that over and over and over again, there is someone standing in front of me or sitting in front of me where the words that I have to give have come from the Lord and are channeled through me And they're going to pierce that person's heart and help them change. Mm -hmm. And as that started happening more and more and more, I I started going and praying and and really more so in the last five, six years of my life, really even more so to where God was saying, you're going to need to write this down. I'm going to need you to share some of these experiences. Someone needs to read what you have to say. And like so many other people, at first, I disqualified myself. Uh, I haven't accomplished enough yet to write a book. Oh, I really don't. I'm not smart enough to write a book. Ah, I'm not a great enough writer. And there was all these things. Mm -hmm. But the desire to write and the call to write wouldn't leave. Mm -hmm. And at some point, you say to yourself, you know what? You're going to have to honor this because you don't want this to be one of those things that you take with you to the grave, as as, uh, the great Les Brown always talks about when he describes sitting at the graveyard and the dreams that died with men, right? I don't want anything to die with me other than happiness and joy and faith, okay? (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) 
so, so that that calling, I love how you describe that. It just wouldn't leave you. Um, you know, that's one of the the litmus tests that I use to see if I'm really supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it doesn't go away, <laughs> then the guy is saying, "Hey, I, I need you to do this. This no, for real, for real. I, I, I need you to do this. This is important." Um, and sometimes it's just a matter of timing. But you know, we've got one book out, and I know that that there are more that are in you um, that uh, will come over time. Let's talk about now that you you have gotten that first book out there. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about the doors, doors plural, the doors that have opened for you as a result of saying yes. As a result of saying yes, those words are so loaded. <laughs> you know, the first thing that I will say is that when I really said yes to God, I will, I will answer this call and I will write and I will finish what I start. There were some doors that needed to be forced open when it came to my openness. What I mean by that is that like everyone else, I have some, some hidden things that I never wanted to talk about and I never wanted to deal with or address publicly. That, that sorrow, that pain, some of those things I started talking about at the beginning of this interview. And God kind of said, the only way you're really going to help people is if you open the door, you let me shine my light on this and you look at it. And as I started to look at myself in my journey and the things that I've overcome and gone through, it's changed my personal perception and perspective of who I am. So the first doors that really opened for me, honestly, were internal doors. Uh, The writing process has been a healing process for me. And then, and only then, did I get to the external doors. Um, The fact that I'm going to be a part of of this tour, and I'm a a part of this tour with the Christian Authors Network, and I'm going to get a chance to share a message with the world. That is incredible to me, right? It's something that I've prayed for and hoped for. It's a door that God is opening that I couldn't have opened on my own. Uh, the, the world doesn't know this, but you and I met and we, did, we didn't meet because I was trying to get on a tour, right? Nope, sure <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> but when you know that you know that you know that you know that God is in control, he lets you know this is your door and it's the one for you to walk through. And so I just feel like for me, it's been internal doors of health and healing and external doors of opportunity that have opened up because I said yes to God. Mm. You just, you know, as you were talking, Maurice, I was thinking, you just never know mm-hmm. what is on the other side of your yes. Yes. You know, a lot of times before we say yes, we're, we're trying to figure it out and we're thinking, and there may even be some hesitation, some trepidation about saying yes. But if God is calling us to do something, then there is something on the other side of the yes that is greater than we could imagine. That's that's going to exceed our expectations. There's no way we can figure it out, but it's a matter of trust, right? It's a matter of trusting that God truly has my best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. And if I say yes, (laughs) that that something is going to happen. I might not understand all of it. It may not even happen in the timing that I expect, Come on. but God is still going to do something amazing with my yes. Mm-hmm. Let, let's talk about that though. You know, sometimes when we say yes, we, when we finally say yes, especially if there's been some time we're thinking, well, God, I said, yes. So that means that it's going to be smooth sailing and sunshine and rainbows and all the good yeah. stuff is going to happen. <laughs> 
So I, I always love to hear, you know, from my guests, what was the experience for you? Did you encounter any, any difficulties as you were going along the process, any obstacles? What was your experience? <laughs> so as you were talking just now, the, there's one scripture that kept hitting my spirit, uh, Proverbs 3 and 5, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now that word all, mm. trusting the Lord with all your heart is, is loaded and complicated. And so I learned um, in this part of the journey, one thing that the audience should know about me is right before I wrote my book, Save the Day, I quit a whole bunch of things in my life that were familiar. Mm. So I left the church that I'd been at for years. Uh, I walked away from my job as a TV host and a TV producer and that what I was doing at my church. And we left the house that we, that we lived at and moved in with my in-laws it was a moment of sitting in prayer and hearing God say, there is a life that I have for you that is beyond your understanding, but you're going to have to say yes and trust me. I want you to give away and walk away from everything familiar and come after me. Now that sounds really deep and spiritually amazing. <laughs> and everybody's like, God, I just want to be like him. No, you don't. No, you don't. Right? <laughs> because I will tell you that my wife and I have had some sleepless nights and some Lord, did we hear you right? <laughs> Are you sure that was you? Are you sure that was you? And so for me, imagine that the day that I wrote the book, I didn't have any money in the bank. <laughs> imagine that the, 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 and by the way, I actually wrote this first book in one day, the first draft of it. I literally woke up one morning and I, I, I said this in a video on my YouTube channel that it's like God put me on my own heart. I remembered the lowest low of my life. And he said, write to him. And I just started typing. Now, I'm, I've, I have another book I've been working on for the last four or five years. He told me he wanted this one out first. And I thought, well, this will be smooth sailing. He gave me the book. And it ain't long. It's simple. There should right. be no but Lord, how am I going to pay for this? Yeah. And Lord, how am I going to get the word out about it? I don't, I haven't started my business yet. I haven't made any money yet. I'm, I'm in, I'm transitioning. And he said, well, do you trust me? No, I actually <laughs> don't totally trust you on this one. Um, and that's what I will say out loud. That's office. That's real. Somebody, somebody listening today needed to hear me admit I didn't have all the faith, mm. right? That the day that the day that even my final edit went through, I was like, Lord, I don't have any money for marketing yet. I don't, I didn't even have a strategy. I used to be a strategist. In other words, I used to get paid by companies to do marketing. Yep. And the Lord told me, don't create a marketing plan for this. Just trust me. I'm telling you that this walk of faith has been hard. Mm -hmm. And people spoke over my life, Maurice, there's a book that you're supposed to be writing. They would, they would be saying it, not knowing I was writing already. People were coming up to me, young man, I don't know why, but I need to tell you, the Lord wants you to finish a book. The Lord wants you to keep writing. The Lord says there's more than one book in you and you got to write. The people were prophesying over me and everything. And yet it's been painful sometimes not knowing, is anybody going to even read the book that I wrote? <laughs> did I, did I miss something? Should I have added something? Should I have removed something? What should, oh my God. And, and that to me has been actually invaluable. I have learned so much about myself going through the process of publishing a book, then having people read the book and tell me what they read 
mm-hmm. and what they saw. Because what you read, what you write is different than what they read. Amen. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and and even the the times where people have shared with me the greatest things they've gotten out of their book and and the greatest things that they took from it, which sometimes weren't what I believe was the greatest thing I put in the paper. Yeah. That 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 to me has showed me about my own faith, my own growth and maturity. Uh, it showed me a lot about God and about humanity. Man, I've learned so much. Mm. And I hope that I just keep learning. That's the goal, right? That you keep yeah. learning and keep growing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know somebody's probably listening like, what? <laughs> this is what I'm signing up for. And here's the reality. The answer is yes. Yes. Right? You know, God wants to do a work through us, but he also wants to do a work in us in us and, and often us. this publishing journey yes is, is going to be used to do some work in us so maybe there's also Marie says there might be somebody listening right now that is exactly where you are and they are being challenged to walk in faith to trust that God is going to provide what they need talk to us about how you know you went from a space of admitting I I don't trust God like I maybe thought I trusted God um how did you how did you work through that in order to keep going right like you you're a strategist what was the strategy what were some of the things that you did to keep yourself moving forward even though you were having trouble trusting I had to I had to learn how to eat my words And what I mean by that is I said earlier, and I really meant it, that most individuals that I meet on a daily basis have a lot of wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's just that they apply their wisdom to everyone else's life. (laughs) So you got a word for everybody. You just don't have a word for you. Yeah, that's good. I started eating my words. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I say to clients often is you don't have to know everything for all this week. You don't have to know everything for all this month. You just have to do the best you can today. Mm. You got to grow today. You got to learn today. And if you can just win the day, you give yourself a chance to be a better version of you tomorrow. And that version of you will be the one who can win tomorrow. Technically, that's biblical, right? Jesus said, stop worrying about tomorrow. Tomorrow Mm -hmm. has problems of its own. That's right. So when you ask me, how did I do it? I took it one day at a time. That's how I keep doing it. I say, I don't know that I'll be strong enough to to do this faith walk tomorrow, but I know that I'm strong enough to do it today because the Lord doesn't put anything in front of me I can't get through. So it's a one day at a time journey. Uh, Writing is one day at a time. Then editing is one day at a time. Then marketing and strategy is one day at a time. And putting together all of your your bios and and all the things that go along with one day at a time. And I think that when you when you try to to do too much all at once in your own head is when you get overwhelmed. But 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 I see in scripture where he says, be anxious for nothing, yeah. but in all things through prayer mm-hmm. and supplication with mm-hmm. thanksgiving, make your request known to God, and then he's supposed to give you peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just have to say, Lord, this is what I'm tripping on today. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm going to need you to help with today. That's and good. this is what I'm thankful for within the journey today. Mm. And then there's a piece that I can receive today to get through the task of whatever is needed today, one day at a time. One day at a time. 
That's so powerful. You're right. Sometimes we try to, uh, to do too much. We try to tackle everything at once and it ends up actually sabotaging our success Yes, because we're trying to bite off more than we can realistically chew. So that, that I'm sure was, you know what? I feel like I need to say something else. There's somebody who's listening to this podcast who all you do is listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos about how to write books, but you ain't writing yet. Uh Okay. So whoever you are, who who is (laughs) listening to this, I want you to know I did that for a while Mm. that I just, I was a podcast junkie and a YouTube junkie. And I just, just watched people give me how to's and what not to do, but I wasn't writing. (laughs) Mm. I wasn't writing. And so at some point you have to just stop overwhelming yourself with information and just start the process. Mm. Mm. Just get started. Just get started. And and as you were saying that, it, it reminds me of, uh, you know, because we, we always talk about scripture reminds me uh, of those lepers that were healed as they went, (laughs) as they walked, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of times what we want, at least I'm going to speak for myself. A lot of times what I want is God, I want you to give me all the stuff like now. So if I'm struggling with my confidence, Lord, I want you to give me the confidence and then I'll go do it. And Mm -hmm. he said, no, 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 no. That's actually not how it works. Mm -hmm. I need you to go do it. And Mm -hmm. as you go through the process, yes, (laughs) <laughs> I'm yes. going to give you what it is that you need. So somebody <laughs> listening to us right now, you're, you're looking for the, the golden nugget uh, in these podcasts. You're, you're looking for the right strategy or insight that you're going to get from the YouTube. And God says, uh, why don't you just go ahead and get started? And what you need is going to be provided as you go. Mm. Amen. As you go, you know, you alluded to this earlier, you know, we, I had the opportunity to, uh, check out an early copy of Save the Day, which was which was an honor. And as I was reading it and looking, I was like, man, this is there's power in this. Mm-hmm. And then as the Christian Authors Network evolved and we decided to uh, put together a tour to help authors get their message out to more people, I, I reached back. I was like, Maurice, you've, you've got to be a part of this because the message that you have is is too big to stay small. Mm, amen. It's too big to stay small. So there, there have to be uh, opportunities for you to take this message on, on a broader scale. So we went through the process of, of getting ready for the tour. And even as we did that, there were, there were obstacles, <laughs> the things that have come up along the way, Lord have mercy, uh, but, but God is faithful. Um, and he is, is working through the things that you've experienced it. Uh, that you've experienced. And and the time is coming soon for you to get ready to actually go out on your tour. I I wonder if you can share with the audience, you know, there may be someone that's listening to us right now that, you know, has heard about the tour and the Christian Authors Network, and they may have had some interest in it, but they weren't really sure it was right for them. I wonder if you could share uh, with our listeners, you know, when I reach back out to you, what was the impetus to you saying, yeah, this is something that, that I should be a part of? I don't want to sound overly spiritual, but I heard God say yes. And that was the start. And I just believed that if I was hearing God say yes, that there was something that you were going to add, that the Christian Authors Network was going to add to what I was bringing to the table that I couldn't get to on my own. So I had to have two things. 
an open mind and an open heart. And that's really been the journey is that, you know, as we're, I don't care if you're talking about looking at bios or what do you offer or what's your freebie? There's so many things that we covered, right? To, to get to this point that I had to be willing to be a different level of vulnerable, even in my biography. I had to learn how to open up my mind in terms of you saying, hey, don't just don't just write blog articles. You got to get your face in front of people. They got to hear your voice. Right. There were these things where it was like God shining a light on who are you and what is he trying to use to get your message out? And it forced me to almost do a, an entire 360, right, of how I view myself and how I view myself, not as, as an author, as a speaker, as a coach, who are you versus who it is God's calling you to be as you move forward. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, that means that sometimes some of these processes are hard, that you're, that you're not actually doing anything that's profound in terms of you're not saying, you know, get up on the car and spin around in five circles and dance and do a somersault, right? But you're yeah. saying... Let's make sure that the substance is what it needs to be. And the substance comes from the deepest places of your mind, but also the most honest parts of your heart. That's a, that's a process. That's a real process. And I think that everyone could benefit from that. There's not an author who couldn't benefit from that process. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, uh, it, it's funny as I heard you uh, kind of speaking and going through there, I, I thought about the different um, conversations that we had, some on Zoom, mm -hmm. some through email, some on the Google Doc. And it, it is a process, right? Process. Of, of going back and forth. And I remember even with the bio, it's like, nah, we need to go deeper than this. And I know <laughs> I wasn't there when you saw it, but I was thinking to myself, he's probably like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> But it, it is a process. Talk to us about, you know, as you reflect on what you've experienced so far, mm -hmm. what do you think was the biggest aha? What's the thing that stood out to you most? <laughs> what is what I am learning in this journey? I keep using the words head and heart. And it's partially because I am learning that God is calling me to lead with my heart. Now, I know that that sounds like ooey gooey, but here's what I really mean. Yeah. I have a marketing mind. Okay. As a musician, I literally worked with Grammy winners, Emmy winners. One of my, one of my mentors was Michael Jackson's publicist. Okay. So I have a marketing mind and I think about neat and clean and to the point and just give a bunch of flashy words and just show people. And, and this process has been, no, 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 back up. What have you been through? <laughs> what has hurt you? What have you learned from? Put that in your bio. Oh, I don't think like that. No, I don't want people to know that at the beginning of the journey. Learn that in my book. You said, no, lead with that. <laughs> so instead of just being thinking about the polish and pizzazz of presentation, it's the heart of the presentation. That's what I'm learning right now for me. And I believe that it makes sense with, with the book I've written and what God has me speak to people all the time. He doesn't say, Maurice, just say flashy things. He says, Marie, speak from your heart. <laughs> hmm, that's so, that's so powerful. It isn't it something how you, you knew that that was the content of the book and that you were coming mm -hmm. from that place. And you know, that that's what you do when you work with your clients, but when it came time to put stuff on paper, no, nope. we're not going to put that down. There. I'm not writing that down. <laughs> People don't need to know all that. Right. But, but in the end, mm -hmm. uh, the, I'll go to another scripture as a man thinketh in his heart. Mm -hmm. So is he. Well, if you're presenting yourself as an author to the world, it's important that you know where your heart is coming from, because that's what the author wants, or excuse me, that's what the audience wants to know. Mm -hmm. The audience wants to know about the heart of the writer. 
They want to understand where you're coming from and what is the perspective you're offering. So that's a heart place and a head place. It really is. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, it, it has been a process, but we are being refined as we go through it. And I just believe that it is all a part of God's grand plan for what mm-hmm. he is doing in you and through you, mm-hmm. that you needed to go to a, a different level of vulnerability, a, a different level of transparency. And uh, God is always doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the things that have worked before, maybe he, he's saying that those things are done and I need to do it in a different way than you're expecting. And your uh, willingness, even if at times you may have been cringing inside, <laughs> your willingness uh, to say yes, I believe that you're going to look back. As I said earlier, you're going to look back and you'll be like, yeah, this was important because mm-hmm. the people that I'm called to reach need to need to experience me being real with them from the very beginning. That's how I'm going to capture their attention. That's how I'm going to be able to minister to them and to speak life into them because they are going to know that my story is very similar to their story. And I I think that the greatest lesson actually that I learned from you was a conversation we had about who is your audience. Mm. And one thing that I know, a lot of people struggle with this as writers and me personally, I'm literally called to a lot of different types of people. I've worked with, you know, former athletes and TV stars. I've worked with, and then I've worked with people on, you know, Medicaid and Medicare and, you know, (laughs) no money and live live with everybody, (laughs) worked with everybody. Right. And so as we really explored, who is the audience? It was, you said something, you said, Maurice, when you speak, there is someone that this message resonates with on another level. I need you to picture that person. What, what is it that, that resonates with them? And what is that person like? What is their mindset? What have they been through? What have they gone through? And that took me out of the marketing mindset because I was struggling with that because I didn't want to just market to like a, a 18 to 35 and, and black right. and, and lives in the city. And right. I didn't like that stuff. Yeah. Well, you were like, well, your book is written from the heart. And it's for someone's heart. Whose heart is it for? Oh, that was a different perspective. And I needed that perspective. That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. And and I'm glad you shared that because in my experience, that is the most important thing is identifying who is it that you're speaking to. And you're right from a marketing perspective, that's often, you know, demographics, it's age and gender and all of those things. And while they can play a role, what I have learned especially in the author space, that it's more important that you get into the mind of the person Mm -hmm. that you want to reach. Mm -hmm. And you can only do that if you take yourself to that place of, okay, but who are you really speaking to? You know, if you were to go on video today, who are you envisioning that is going to be impacted by the message? And we've got to get clear on that. And I find that most people actually have that. Even authors that say, I don't know who my audience is. When we say that, they're like, oh, well, they're dealing with this and that. But we've got to pull those things out because if you can get clear on that and consistently keep that in front of your mind, as that's who you're speaking to, that's who you're writing to, it's going to hit people on a whole different level. And that is what's going to differentiate you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all of us authors have competition. There's other people mm-hmm. that write books about the same things that we write about. There's other people that do you know, webinars and challenges and all that. But it is 
our story and it is our unique way of connecting with the audience that makes the difference. And you have to get to that. If you don't get to that, then it's really easy, right? It, you know, for the audience, they're just like, oh, well, I'll just go on Amazon and I'll just pick a book. But we don't want them to just pick a book. We right. want the people that you are called to reach to pick you. And they will only know that it's you if you say or do something that communicates to them that that's who you want to reach. Yeah. So we have to get to that level. The audience is, is so important. Mm. Let's talk about the audience uh, for Save the Day. Uh, you've had a chance to uh, get your book out there over the last few months. And I know that many people that are listening right now are going to want to learn more about what you're doing. And you actually have a series that we've got a chance to work together on that helps people to get a better understanding of themselves mm -hmm. and reflect and to start the transformation process. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about what you've put together and, and how it's going to impact those that say yes? Absolutely. So on my website, which is mauricefmartin.com, I just created a seven-day, I'll call it a seven-day experience called The Realist You. And, and what we decided to do was give people an opportunity to explore sometimes the things in life that we overlook. A lot of times when you ask a person, who are you? What they answer is what they do. So they give you their roles. I'm mom, I'm dad, I'm uncle, auntie. They tell you the, the type of work they do, but they don't tell you who they really are. And what you are is a person who has had some loss and you've had some grief and some guilt and some shame, and you've had some wins and some beautiful moments and some blessings. You are a cacophony of your experience. Mm -hmm. And so this seven-day journey gives you a chance. Uh, every day you're going to get a prompt. So the video comes up and it gets you thinking about some area of your life. It gets you reflecting on what you're grateful for or or get you really thinking about what has hurt you or harmed you that you need to heal from. There's something different every day for you to think about and then pray about, maybe journal about, so that you have a catalyst for change. That's what this is about, change. That even if you are a person who you, you're successful in business, you're successful in life, people love you, you've got money in the bank. If you feel like there's something missing, if there's not quite the joy that you wish you had, or you don't have all the peace you should have in your life, or there's just something not right, this is an opportunity for you to explore your heart and explore your mind so that by the end of seven days, the hope is you've started a new journey of trying to work through those things and find the greatest version of you. Wow. Is this just going to be such a blessing uh, to those that take advantage of that opportunity? So head on over to Maurice F. Martin dot com get your personal seven day experience one thing i could say about maurice is he has a way god has gifted him in such a way that when he speaks you feel like he, he is speaking directly to you uh mm -hmm. so i can guarantee you that's what you're going to experience that uh god will use maurice to speak directly to you and your situation so take advantage of this opportunity to start your own personal journey. Maurice, it's been a pleasure talking to you and, and um, uh, revisiting some of the experiences that we've had in the short time that we've known each other. And I just can't wait to see what God does next. I can't wait to see what God does next. He has you in a place 
where you're truly having to trust. But my personal experience is that when we're in that place, that's when the most amazing things happen. When mm-hmm. we truly get in a place of surrender, <laughs> we have way? to let go of all the things that we know, uh, all the things that are comfortable, all the things that are familiar. He, he is setting you up for something good. It's the ultimate, ultimate setup. Mm-hmm. There are people that are listening to us right now. And you, you spoke a little bit to them earlier that they're, they're listening to podcasts. They're listening to YouTube videos. Uh, some people are also ordering books about how to write and how to publish. And they're, they're trying to figure it out in their head, but they're not executing yet. They're not executing yet. And often there are reasons for that. And, and many of those reasons are in our own head as to why we're not moving forward. I wonder if you could share just one final word of inspiration uh, with someone that's in that space. And they, they said, yes, Maurice, I heard what you said. I need to get going. I need to start writing, but they're still not there yet. What final piece of advice would you give? When your pen hits the paper or your fingers hit the keyboard to start typing today or writing today, you don't know who the words are for. I want to encourage somebody today that the words could be for your final audience. The words you write today could end up making the final cut and they can be for the audience you intend. But sometimes the words that you're writing and the process that you're going through is for you. There's something that you're learning about you. There's something that that you will grow from or learn from or mature from. Sometimes the process of finding the courage to write today is actually just for you. And so we have to sometimes change our thinking about what the final goal is. The final goal isn't just to get your book on a shelf. It's to get your heart on a shelf. It's it's so that when you look at your book, you can say, I'm proud of the person who wrote it, that you can stand behind it. Because oftentimes authors write a book and say, oh, I don't even want to tell anybody I wrote the book. Yep, that's true. (laughs) Right. But if you do this thing right, you grow as a person, as you grow as a writer. And now you have not only a product that you believe in, but a person that you believe in standing on the other side of the writing journey. There is nothing more beautiful or more powerful than that. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.